forever. Dog. Joanna is now too ugly to live. This week on the podcast, Diane Ho's Nightmare Hall, Pretty Please. Hello, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And this week we read Nightmare Hall number seven, Pretty Please by Diane Ho. And also I'm back. Yeah, although you will have been back for a week. At this oh, point. right. A little That's peek the behind order the curtain. We decided on. This is <laughs> okay. we, we sat it. down to record two. <laughs> And guess what? Sometimes the episodes come out in a different order than what we recorded them. And guess what? Sometimes Kelly says, hey, do you want me to release this one first? And I forget. <laughs> and then I still act like this one is the first one. Back. Sometimes the conversation happens within five minutes. <laughs> and then and then it's gone from my mind. Uh, but yes, you are back. Welcome. Hey, back. I'm back still. Episode two <laughs> of being back. Lindsay's back. Um, and this is just the kind of seamless... Um, professionalism that you've come to expect from me this is that unbreakable rapport that you guys have missed oh my god oh, the rapport just the constant floundering it's like watching <laughs> two people drowning and you're like oh my god okay With literally okay do you want to hear like the scariest thing i was like hmm? yeah i was sitting next to lucas on the couch and i was like oh what are you doing and he was like i'm watching videos of people drowning i was like what, what? <laughs> i was like mm. i'm scared that's psycho <laughs> <laughs> but what he was doing was watching like fake. So they're like tra lifeguard training videos where they have one person pretend to be drowning and you have to see if you can spot the person that's drowning uh, out of like a bunch of like out of people in a pool. Fakers? Oh, I see. I Do you know what I'm saying? Now. Yes, so it's it like does. it's like a full pool. Mm -hmm. Somebody's then, pretending to drown to yeah. like train your eye. Yeah. So you have to be. Okay. And he's like, I'm so good at it. I always find them within <laughs> one second. And I was like, okay. <laughs> But that's like, still just psychotic. The, the, it was pretty psychotic. <laughs> like, God bless Lucas, but that's Look, psychotic. I love your new life as a lifeguard. I am so excited I'm for that. I'm so for excited you. for you. Um, however, <laughs> however, it is. Um, I'm never maybe going demonic. to that pool. <laughs> <laughs> He's very good though. He apparently finds it within like two seconds. Question: Is he training to become a lifeguard, or this is just like a fun no time this killing was just, activity? <laughs> I think this is like a hobby. This is like ASMR, but. Yeah, watching people drowning. It's just a reminder that like you don't have to monetize all of your hobbies. <laughs> you know what? It's so true because if you do what you love, then what you love becomes what you do. I know. Mm -hmm. And um, also, it's there's literally everything on the internet. It's a mm -hmm. lesson in that. <laughs> there is literally everything on the internet, and it's all there. Ooh, I don't even want to think about the freaks that watch those videos for like other reasons. You know what I'm saying? Who are like, oh, I like to see this person drowning. Or like scary. Masturbating while watching. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm terrifying. saying. That's what I'm saying. Ugh. Um, scary, scary. I bet I bet it doesn't do it for those people though. I bet those it, people need to watch they know actual it's fake. drowning. They yeah. know it's fake. Fucking sicko. Sorry to I'm definitely yucking your drowning yum. Um, that's okay. Yeah, I think there are I certain ones that you can. I think yuck. if your uh your yum is homicidal, then yuck. Dude, literally, it was actually, I was talking with Lucas the other day, where I was like, um, I was kind of like being very careful about talking about someone's kink. And I was like, I don't know, mm -hmm. I don't want to like yuck someone's yum. And he was like, Kelly, you're not on a fucking podcast right now. You can say it's like that they're a freak. And I was like, okay, they're a complete freak. <laughs> I was like, they're, like, what the fuck is that? Kelly, you um, don't have to internet censor yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, like you can say that some people are fucking freaks. You don't freaks. have to add like a thousand asterisks to your tweet because it's not a tweet you're speaking. Yeah, exactly. It's like you can just talk to people. Like this isn't going to get out of the circle of people who understand you. <laughs> exactly. Um. Oh, my God. Speaking of freaks, have you heard? <laughs> of, and I know we'll talk about the book eventually. Have you heard about this Gollum game? It's cracking me up so much. Ew. So they released this Gollum game where you play as Gollum. And it is apparently like the worst game in the world. Like it's <laughs> very bad, but in a very funny way. Hold on. I need to pull up this person's tweets about it. I like I actively want to play it. And maybe I'll stream playing it if people are interested in that. But it's so funny. It's like, hold on, let me see. This person did this whole thread on it. Um, okay. Um, 
this person says, I need a deep dive article on exactly how the Gollum game got made. Every single choice that went into it is at best vaguely German and at worst completely <laughs> and totally unhinged. <laughs> For instance, there's vaguely a collectible German. system, but the collectibles are like a splinter or hair. <laughs> um, and then like also just like this game came out two weeks ago, by the way. So like this is next gen, like supposed to be amazing, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, at one point in the game, you need to help Gollum hatch a bird for some orcs. This bird then becomes your best friend and spends the rest of the game accidentally leading the orcs to your position. The last in-game <laughs> choice you make is whether or not to snap the bird's neck. Obviously, oh Gollum God. is a disgusting little freak that everyone hates. So they got that part of the game down for sure. Um, <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, okay, this. I think the one positive thing I'll say about the Gollum game is that it is extremely bad in a very entertaining way. It's bad in a way I've never seen before. Also, I recommend getting the DLC, which gives you six new Gollum emotes. You can't pick which emote to use, by the way. (laughs) 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 This is the list of collectibles. These are the actual in-game collectibles, and these are the names of them. Uh Piece of metal, piece (laughs) of leather, old metal spoon, nail, rope, Splinter, piece of metal again. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like whoever made this game has a really good sense of humor. <laughs> it is hilarious. Um, in fairness, I think Gollum would love collecting a bunch of trash and shards of metal and wood. It's really, really funny. Yeah, it just um, sounds really uh, true to the character. <laughs> yeah, but also, like, apparently the gameplay is really bad and, like, your oh, character really? can, okay. like, trip on shadows and, like, <laughs> fall to his death. Like, it's very... Like well, the controls are that weird. Also, sounds like what Gollum's life must Honestly, be. Honestly, like. yeah. Like, do you want to be Gollum? Like, it is hard to just exist. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So I'm gonna play it. Also, it looks like the Lindsay. Like you, you are aware of like how good games can look. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like I don't play them, but I am aware. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because I'm gonna show you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what it looks like. <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> because like they had the okay so they like teased what the game would look like and then what it actually Gollum game oh dear uh preview versus game images so the way they teased oh also like the text is all just like Tahoma like it's very <laughs> like poorly designed um hold on so they so they teased it that it would look uh, this is a low res image okay so they teased that it would look like this i am sending it to you in the chat okay and then how it actually looks i'm just gonna say golem screenshot oh maybe game because this is just the movie (laughs) this is literally okay literally from the game look at the text Look at the graphics. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? What? Why? Why? It's like literally like Arial twelve point font. Yeah, it's like. And why is this? They the, got what's a the template name? for a game. <laughs> I, what is the? Where's the world? <laughs> Don't worry, Lindsay. I I really do like the unhinged narrative taking oh. place here though convince yes. Meagle to kill the beagle and hide too dangerous because spider the spider is still around <laughs> and then this like weird thing here Gollum cannot kill orcs wearing a helmet <laughs> why is that place there why is it even there and then below wraiths winged Nazgul are always watchful <laughs> why is that small huh? why is it telling me that even <laughs> I guess you pick like maybe you pick like the spiders there, uh, but I then- do I do like that this is, is what it must be like in in Gollum's <laughs> head though. Spider, right? Spider, the spider is still around. I can't kill the beetle and hide because it's too dangerous because the spider is still around. Also, wait, wait. So you're convincing him to do things? That's the other thing. Yeah, apparently what? you're not. You're not him. You're just one of the voices in his head. Oh my god! This I gotta play this game. Yeah. I just need to wait until it's on sale because I'm not going to drop full price for this fucking game. Because <laughs> I think it's like $70. I'm not. Let me see. No. Gollum Who game. That? Buy. Uh, $46 used on Amazon. Um, Oh, I should get the special PS5 edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, I can get it on CD keys for $24.99. I'll just get it on CD keys. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I gotta play this thing. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're not. I mean, we here we are here to talk about someone that's as ugly of a freak as Gollum. Oh my god! <laughs> Just stay away. Just stay in a little hole. Live in a hole. Until you're better. I'm just trying to make you my... not show us your freaking disgusting face. I like, I truly do feel for the killer because clearly they suffered child abuse. Sure. But um, many people suffer child abuse and don't. Oh, um, yeah. Well, t- sure. But not even that. I'm just saying like, but like, she's not even, she doesn't even like. It's she's bandages on. Why are you freaking out? I know that she's covering. You haven't them. even seen it yet. I know people need she's, to go out in bandages. She's jumping, and also this was the other thing. Like I love how they want to really make sure that we know reading the book. Don't worry, she's not. She won't be disgusting ugly. forever. She just she has. Two it's scars. important to know that like get the killer thinks she's going to be ugly but she's not going to be ugly because otherwise obviously like the killer would be right yeah exactly yeah i mean it's like one thing when she killed that car accident victim because they were like disfigured off but joanna just has some cuts dude and when joanna's like wow that car accident girl must have been like really ugly (laughs) she's like i can understand why she quit school you know, and left forever. This is reminding me of um, the Sweet Valley High when they go to the spa. When they're like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Like, how can she own a spa? She's literally the ugliest person I've ever seen. Like, ugly people don't <laughs> understand self-care. <laughs> how can she teach self-care if, if when she can't care about herself because she's so ugly? I'm There's so stressed also- by it. These characters in these Nightmare Hall books, and we I encountered this with the last one that I covered with um, Dylan Guerra about uh, the the last uh, Nightmare Hall book we covered, which is like the main character gets like very scared of things that are not that scary. Like, oh, God, the fucking the mirrors fabric on the glass. Big deal. Yeah. When she's like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Oh, my God, I just feel so violated. Someone was in my room putting fabric on my mirrors. <laughs> and when she opens her, like, I get, like, feeling creeped out. That's fine. Sure. Like, you're like, ooh, someone was in my room. That's creepy. I'll change the locks or whatever. Or, like. Or I guess like, that's true. It's like, it, yes, it is a violation. However, yeah. th- the fabric being the scary thing. I know. She gets, like, scared. Like, she's like. <gasps> This means somebody thinks I'm too ugly to look at myself. Because that's the other thing. You can feel sad. That is mean. Yeah. Someone doing that is mean. You can be like, wow, that was like really mean. But she's scared. She's like, oh my God. Yeah. There's black fabric in here. You guys, you guys, seriously, it's on the mirrors. It's glued to the mirrors. And she's like, what kind of sick sadist would put... (laughs) Fabric on a mirror. Because that's the other thing. I'm like, I don't know. Like, because everybody's like, maybe it's a joke. And she's like, how could this be a joke? (laughs) How could it possibly be a joke to put, to glue fabric to a mirror? Like, how, how could it think, think when you speak? The mirrors. The mirrors are covered. Kelly and Nan. (laughs) Kelly, Nan, Reed, Evan, (laughs) Carl. (sighs) My best (laughs) friends in all the world. (laughs) There's fabric on my mirror. <laughs> she gets so we, scared. The beautiful people. Somebody put fabric on a beautiful person's mirror. Um, I was annoyed with Carl because he only Evan like, was truly behaving correctly. Who was Evan? The boyfriend. But even he was not because, like, okay, when he was like, "Oh my god, I forgot that you like got suffocated by a bag." Like, I'm like, how True. could you forget that? Like, oh, right. We weren't supposed to leave you alone all day. And then I left you alone after you got almost killed. And I like, too, that, like, a lot of times she's like, okay, something, like, really fucked up just happened to me. Because we were making fun of the mirrors. But eventually she does get, like, attempted murdered a lot. And when she's yeah, like, the later oh my- events are truly, like, terrifying. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, oh, my God. Like, I am so scared because, like, really scary things are happening to me. And he's like... Are we still good to go to the party tonight? <laughs> this first response. But like, surely we can go ice skating. Because, oh my God. Because there are so many people around. I was really, look, I'm not saying 
stop your whole life. If you, you can live your life how you're going to want to live it, right? But if your doctor is like, don't get your bandages wet, you should not. You should not get your bandages wet. <laughs> you shouldn't do specific activities that will get like, be like, oh my God, I'm going to go skiing and yeah, she I'm going to go doing ice skating. one soggy event after another. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, my bandages are wet. He's like, yeah. I've seen this coming. Oh, right. Me before I did this. <laughs> I truly, I said that this was going to happen and then it did. But the things that drive the villain, who it is Kelly, correct? Or is it Nan? It was Nan. Was it Nan? Wait, the, the killer? Or yeah. What are you about to say? The killer. Is oh, the killer yeah. It's Nan. Nan. Yeah. Okay. So Nan. We like get occasional and and Diane Hill loves to do this of being like, here's some chapters in the scary person's mind. And then like <laughs> they are so short. <laughs> like a page. <laughs> and then we cut to like the regular events with the main character. And um, so basically like this evil person, this bad person, um, was uh like kept it they were only allowed to go out at night because their face was quote too ugly for the world to see um and the parents were protecting the kid from ridicule by like never letting them out and then they got better and now they have a mission which is to like keep ugly people from being in the world in scaring the world. others yeah but like they couldn't she couldn't seem to decide whether or not it was about protecting the ugly person or not scaring i guess it was both I guess it's both. I think it's like, I'm trying to protect you. Why won't you let me protect you? Now I have to kill you. Because mm -hmm. she's like... Because also you will horrify others. Mm -hmm. And all things out in the world should be beautiful. I just really question this story because has this teenager yeah, truly never seen only person. encountered yeah. imperfection this first year of college? That's what I'm saying. You, you never walked by someone that was... <laughs> beat with an ugly stick or somebody in a wheelchair or somebody on crutches yeah. or somebody like no 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 no. Like, it's not about that Lindsay. it's about the face only face only it? she's obsessed with face yes okay it's face 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 okay maybe i missed that yeah because, but she like, is like anyone that doesn't embody quote normalistic beauty standards perfection she's like oh my god i have to eliminate this person from the earth um but first, I have to, I'm trying to protect them, but they're not listening. So you know what? I'm just going to have to beat you over the head and stick you in an incinerator. Yeah. <laughs> A normal reaction. <laughs> um, I did like, so she does some kind of like accidental murder where there's this other girl who got a sunburn on her face from skiing without... Um, oh, I guess we should say how Johanna becomes too ugly to live. Or I guess we should say the plot mm -hmm. <laughs> do you want to read the back of the book yeah okay ready uh -huh. on the campus of salem university johanna dunn's beautiful face is scarred in an accident and a crazed perfectionist decides that johanna is now too ugly to live that's it that's the whole so, thing okay yeah <laughs> so johanna is one of the beautiful people she like doesn't really feel like it's her kelly nan and then these two boys the boyfriends of kelly and nan uh, who are they? Do they matter? They don't matter. Reed and Carl. Reed and Carl. And they're called the beautiful people because one time they were hanging out and this like photographer saw them and was like, oh my God, can I take a picture of you for this magazine? And they did. And everyone on campus is like, oh my God, the beautiful people. And Johanna has never really been, she's really obsessed with being part of the in crowd because she, the idea of not being part of a group is really scary to her. She like is haunted by seeing a girl sit by herself at a party. She's like, oh my God, it must be so hard to look in, which is true. I mean, she's empathetic. It is hard to be on the outside and not have a yeah. group of friends like she yeah. has. She's not so much, she's not really obsessed with looks so much as she is uh, not feeling left out. Mm -hmm. And so she kind of goes along with it and she's like, and plus, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It feels good to have people call me beautiful. Mm -hmm. I've never thought of myself that way, but I guess I am. So she goes to this party at this girl's house and this girl's really rich. And so she's going to throw a big, big party. And one of the friends accidentally like, oh, a cute little hummingbird is right outside my window. Hmm. It's just landed on a little branch. It's so rare to see them land. Um, it is, yeah. <laughs> he's so cute he's a little fish body um 
So then um, one of the guys like stands too close to like a candelabra and candelabra, 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 candelabra. And like his jacket starts smoldering and the crowd rushes. She gets pushed. She doesn't know if intentionally or not into a glass window or door, which breaks on her face. And then she comes to and the doctor's like, you're you have bandages all over your face. Don't worry. The scars will go away. But like. There, it's pretty much only the side of your face and your neck missing the carotid artery. Okay. Do you want to pick up from there? And that, oh, but she's again told that it will not scar her for life. So don't worry. But it will, she will look jacked up yeah. <laughs> for a number of weeks. And every, every, I, I was about to say everybody is mostly supportive, but like her friends, Kelly and one of the guys, Reed or Carl, <clears throat> are a little bit weird about how messed up she looks. Mm-hmm. Um, not exactly like that, just enough to be red herrings, but they don't really like say anything super inappropriate. They're just kind of like freaked out by it. Um, and then there is <laughs> she goes back to her room, and as stated before, someone is glued. Black, 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 black fabric to her mirror. So not even an, an inch of mirror is visible. And where did they get all that black fabric and where anyway? Did they get all that fabric anyway. And and then Evan is like, oh my god, don't you guys have your own bathroom? And she's like, oh my god, we do. And they go, and there's black fabric on that mirror too. And then her friends are like, how did Evan even know that you had a mirror in your bathroom? <laughs> They're like, that's suspicious. Oh my God! How how well do we really know this man? Is he capable of gluing fabric to a mirror? He could be, but then he comes back and he's like, "I know what you're thinking. It's not me." <laughs> yeah, Evan constantly staying one step ahead of being of being a red herring was very funny. It was very funny. Also, they <laughs> were like, all idiots. Let me just look. I can see all your tiny minds working. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I can see the hamsters. <laughs> I see the hamsters spinning in their little wheels." <laughs> And let me just say that uh, it was mentioned that you have your own bathroom. Obviously, there's going to be a mirror in there. And I was just curious as to whether this jokester had covered all their bases. And I'm like, okay, I guess that makes sense. (laughs) And then she goes to class and she like feels like a bandit. Oh, some girls are whispering about her behind her back, which is rude. And she's like, oh, maybe one of my bandages is slipped. I'll just get my compact mirror. Oh, my God. (laughs) Someone got into my purse and they glued the black fabric to my compact mirror. Oh, my God. When she's like, oh, my God, the fabric is perfectly cut out in a circle, you guys. I was in like a circle the time and thought that went in the craft, <laughs> the crafting that went into this horrible prank. I just <laughs> I again, I, I understand being like, what the fuck is up with this person? Right. Like fixation on me yeah or like I don't freaked understand out, being like, like the fabric is so very black and the mirror is yeah. so very covered <laughs> yeah i i exactly like the thing that she's fixating on is that it is fabric covering a mirror like it's I, not just about the violation it is also yeah. about like that this is somehow like a chilling visual and it is yes simply not <laughs> and it's it's so reminding me of the last book that i covered on this with dylan which was that the girl, this thing that scared her the most, someone broke into their room and fucked up their room. But mm-hmm. the thing that scares her the most is that someone took, cut out a little picture of her and put it on a poster of a landfill. And she's like, oh my God, you guys, that's like really scary. Like, and also she was like afraid of the poster before. Like she was like, oh my God, that's so disturbing that you have trash in a picture. Like <laughs> the things that these characters are scared of is very weird. <laughs> like what? Just, the, the striking visual of a landfill. <laughs> just isn't there something chilling about it? It's just like these. Either Diane Ho is legitimately uh, disturbed by <laughs> by these kinds of things, or these characters are uh, deeply unwell. <laughs> yeah, I um was out to dinner the other night. I'm gonna. See if you can guess what the situation is. Because I did not guess. Uh And I think it's because I was not exposed to these kinds of people as much growing up. So I'm out to dinner at this Thai place. And it's also like, it's 
it's a pretty Americanized Thai place. You know, it's not. It's not terribly. Um, yeah. It, it's not like somebody is going there and feeling like they can't. Like not all the food items are not in Thai. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, and it, there's not a barrier to entry. <laughs> right. And like. I would say just try those places. But anyway, it, it, it was, it's like it's called like the Silver Lake House. So now, you know, I was at the Silver Lake House mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> there's this group of young people and they're all sitting at this table together. They're being like overly po- they're None of them are cursing and they're all like, wow. Interesting. Like one of them's like, I went to groundwork in North Hollywood and wow, that was the best coffee I've ever had in my life. And I'm like, groundwork to me is like, Un, unremarkable like it, so mm-hmm. it's, it's just like like being overly well, positive about the world <laughs> oh yeah and like being overly positive about like very mundane things uh-huh. um and they're all like afraid of the food and one of the girls is afraid of sticky rice <laughs> what <laughs> yeah yeah it's like the waiter's like she's like can i get a side of rice and the waiter's like oh sticky rice or regular and she's like oh ugh, regular and the guy was what? like, oh, are you sure you don't want the sticky rice? Like, it goes really well with the dish. And she was like, oh, I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> like, terrified of sticky rice. Um, <laughs> okay. And then, so they're, like, sitting and talking. And then, like, one of them's, like, there's, like, one that's, like, the little ringleader of the group. And he's like, guys, let's all go around and share our favorite food. And they're oh like. Oh, my God. These are some <laughs> boring people. And they're are like, they missionaries? Okay. <laughs> See, you got it. I didn't know they were Christians. I yeah. I, I mean, the, like as soon as you said, not cursing, not cursing. Yeah, that also, that was a big hint, and also just like a an entire group of young people being yeah. like overly positive about things yeah. without also being worldly. Yeah, indicates yeah. Christianity to me. Yeah. Well, and like, so I didn't, I was just like, something's weird with these people. How do they know each other? Cause they all seem really different too. Like, I guess like, like there was one guy that was like this Asian dude in streetwear that was talking with a Southern accent. I was like, what's going on here? Um, but Lucas texts me and he's like dream center. I was like, what? Like, do you know dream center? Oh, wow. I didn't know. I've always, I've always wondered what dream center, dream center and I've mm-hmm. always wondered what it was, but I didn't realize it was a Christian thing. It is a Christian place for wayward youths to go. But then also, like, if you're part of the Dream Center, like, you get to go and, like, visit L.A. and stay there and, like, all this stuff. So he thought it was Dream Center. I did not. I was like, I don't know if they're Christian. How do you know? How do you know? And he was just like. They don't sound wayward to me. Well, they weren't. It's not all wayward. That's the other thing is, like, there are, like, quote, missionaries that, like, run it, which are just, like, young people that live there, and they're Mm -hmm. like, guys, we should all, like, let's all pray. Um, Let's all try this new thigh place. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had thigh food? But then, so then this one guy, the one, like, little ringleader guy, he's like, he's like, let's all go around and share our favorite food. So then they do, and, like, he's like, my favorite Hawaiian, and they're like, "Ooh!" <laughs> and he's like, "He's like, yeah, I like chicken furikake." And I was like, "What?" Lovely. I was like, "What's going on over here?" And I was telling this to Patrick, and Patrick's like, "I bet you he's fucking more. They're Mormons, and he went to fucking BYU in Hawaii, and that's how he um. has tried all this. Like, so everyone has their theories. I've been proposing this to many people to see if they know." And Ryan asked a very important question. She goes, was it early? Like, were you eating early? And I was like, yeah. How'd you know? And she's like, Christians love to eat early. And I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? So, yeah, I, I'm i going to say some, certainly a, n- not people who live in L.A. No. Like, not people who all chose to come LA, to L.A. as individuals. A group here as a religious unit. Yes. But I can't. I can't begin to guess at like what denomination. No, no, neither can I. But certainly that's not why your, I like know. standard Christianity. These aren't your normal Christians. Yeah, this is These like are... some kind of mega church. Yes, yes. Or niche situ- the evangelical. Well, then whatever. get this. Pentecostal. Okay. I don't know. More more details here. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. So the guy that's like the little leader, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, um, he's like, guys. <laughs> I knew that and they knew someone named Kelly that wasn't there. And then he's like, I knew Kelly was going to hang with us when she knew about the office. 
And they're all like, oh, oh I God. love The Office. And then this one guy's oh being quiet. God. Oh, my Asian God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Asian dude in streetwear is being quiet. Interesting. And the white boy is like, he's like, oh, do you not watch The Office? And the other guy's like, I don't know. The humor's a little out there for me. Uh, <laughs> oh, my fucking God. So then, okay, it gets worse. The little ringleader, he goes, he goes, you know, everyone always tells me that I remind them of David Wallace. <laughs> What? <laughs> and he's like, do you guys see that? Do you agree? And he kept saying, do you agree? Which is very weird to me. So he's like, do you agree? Do you agree? That is yeah. weird. That phrase is very weird. Do you agree? And they're all like, um, I don't really see it. <laughs> David Wallace. Of all characters, why would you want to be? I mean, I don't know why you'd want to be any of the characters in the office, but like. I don't. E- yeah. I don't. I never watched The American Office. I don't know who David Wallace is even. Oh, in okay. my mind, I was like, David Foster Wallace? No, 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 no. So, so I've seen the original, like, look, I think that that show had its charms. I would not say I'm a fan of it, and I don't enjoy rewatching it, and I hate um, almost all the characters. I will say that Michael Scott is an excellent actor and does a lot to humanize a character that was mostly repulsive in the British. Uh, yeah. Like, he, he, yeah, he's, like, not... He's, He's not really, redeemable. truly abrasive in mm-hmm. the UK. Whereas, like, I mean, Michael Scott is not a good person, but like, he is m- more pathetic. Like, you can mm-hmm. you you think more pathetic rather than like bad. Steve Carell is a very different actor than yes, and he's so good. He's so good. At, like, whatever. So anyway, but I I would not say that. Like, I would not go up to someone and if you were to say like, what's Kelly's humor? And someone said The Office, that they would not know me. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would so, say that is the mark of somebody I will not connect with. Yeah. When they're like The Office. <laughs> I love that show. And I hate Jim and Pam. I think like their relationship is like terrible and like they're so smarmy and like Jim has no business like thinking he's better than this company because really he like then why not leave? But whatever. The UK office is so good. It is very good. It is very good. I like the UK office a lot. And, and it, I but think, I think it benefits from being as short, short as it was. Yes. 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 Um, because I also think that there are some very standout funny moments and it has a lot of really talented actors in that show that are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, fuck, what's her name? The girl that plays Pam. She's so good. Jenna Fisher. Um, yeah, Jenna Fisher's so good. Obviously, Steve Carell's really good. Um, the woman that plays Phyllis is really good. I feel like there are people that are really good, but yeah, it's like a standout like cast. Yeah, I've never watched it. I just like from the clips I've seen, so I can't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I wouldn't say it's a bad show because I don't know. It's just so like David Wallace. It's a definite sensibility that just makes me go. If that's like the height of comedy for you, mm-hmm. if that's your favorite thing, mm-hmm. we're just like not going to connect. Yeah. David Wallace is their boss, like like he, the guy that um, oversees, like above yeah, o- above Michael, who is just like a nothing character until he gets like laid off and is like divorced and like playing drums and like is sad. So it really is like why anyway. So he's like they they think I'm I'm that, that guy. I don't even know this guy. Yeah, he's like not in it very much. So then everyone's like, no, I don't really see it. And he's like, oh, then who would you say I am? And then they're like, one guy goes, honestly, Michael Scott. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, man, I'll take it. What? He's like, I, I think that his and my sense of humor are really like similar. Oh, my God. And I was like, Michael you Scott are not is supposed to like identify with Michael Scott. No, I'm like, Michael Scott is he's both known for his bad sense of humor. The victim and the villain of that show. That is weird. I what it was starting to wonder if this was like a weird little play. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody was putting on a weird little play in it, like a like an indie theater troupe goes to Mm -hmm. restaurants Mm -hmm. and just like puts on a play for the patrons, and no one knows it. (laughs) And then, yeah, because this is so strange. It was really strange. And then the little ringleader, he's like, he's like. I like spicy food okay. What about you? Do you like spicy food? And th- to each person. Do you agree? Yeah, do you agree? And then, so then they got their food and then Lucas was like, Kelly, look, 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 look. <laughs> and I look over and they're all clasping hands and praying. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I was like, oh, how did you know they were Christian? It just, but he was like, there, he's like, that is Missouri because he grew up in Missouri. So he's like, mm. that, he's like, Asian streetwear dude that speaks with a southern accent and is afraid of Thai food, Missouri. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, for sure, the South. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not couldn't like, be Orange County Christian. Couldn't be Orange County Christian because that's a whole other vibe. Yeah. A, I don't think Orange County Christians pray before eating. I mean, they might. It's just they not, might. it doesn't have that like unit missionary afraid of food vibe. No, 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 no. And honestly, I would even say it doesn't have that weirdly positive thing. Like, oh, and yeah, then that's because the other Orange thing. County Christians aren't of a like a, a, a niche denomination. No. No. It's a much more like open mm -hmm. standard. Oh, and then, okay. System. So get this. So then they're, so the guy's like, you're reminding me of M Michael Scott. And he was like, yeah, I think the only, like, the only characters I'd want to be are Michael Scott, Jim, or Pam. Just because they're the main characters? Because they're the main characters, <laughs> I guess. And then they're like, he's like, because I mean, come on. What if someone said that you were like Phyllis? And then the girl sitting across from him, who, by the way, the girl that was afraid of sticky rice, Latina. So this is a whole other thing. I'm like, what's going on with these people? Yeah, these people are really sheltered. And yeah, the South, maybe because... Or, but they didn't speak like maybe? they're from the South. That's the other thing, except for the this Asian seems dude. Like this, this seems more Mormon Utah to me. Because yeah. the South is all about cuisine. Yeah. And, oh, so and then this was the, kinds of this was the, the other thing um, Lucas was saying. It felt like a campus ministry thing. Yeah. Like it felt like, okay, we've we're already here. We've checked in early. We've done orientation early. Yep, like yep, let's yep, yep, yep. let's all like go together. We're gonna go to this like cool thigh place. <laughs> 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 but then so then so then he's like, Oh, I wouldn't want to be called Phyllis. The girl goes, I like Phyllis. She's nice. <laughs> uh, <okay>. Imagine <laughs> so your reason for liking a character is that they're nice. And also Phyllis is not nice. So that's the other thing. It's like very uh, it was like they're no, they don't even know what they're watching. No, they don't know what they're saying. Either Mormons or weird little play. <laughs> I feel like it had to be some weird little play. Like maybe I was being Darren Browned, right? Yeah, I just like so, like like you guys got up and left before the like the main goal of the play. Yeah, or before place, they bowed. where like one of them said something racist and you were supposed to like step oh, in, step and, in, <laughs> step in, or like. One of them, like, started going into a trance or like right, whatever, right, right, right. whatever the like, whatever. whatever the climax of the play was. You guys left before, <laughs> yeah. Well, and let it be known, when we walked in, there was a like young woman and a child who were also clasping hands and praying. So I, I was like, something's near. Okay, where is near this place? here? This is in Silver Lake. Silver Lake. What was it called again? Um, the Silver Lake House. Over so lake. it's like over kind of like right south of the lake. This must be like very, very close to. Wait, let's look up where the Dream Center is. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to do. I was just going to look at business. I got to do so. OK, OK, OK. Look at this. Dream Center is Transform Lives. OK. Is it not Christian? I thought it was Christian. I thought oh, it yeah. Wasn't, through Christ. But, through Christ. Oh, OK. Through Christ. Through Christ. Uh, our vision to see everyone live their God given dream. OK. Okay, so I think okay, I'm um, not seeing anything in the immediate. So Dream Center is mostly for like quote wayward people. Like, um, it's to like rebuild your life in a safe and structured environment. It's like and you have to all live employed there. And you have there, to live though. there. Okay, this seems a little bit. I'm just a little leery. I I don't. You know what? It's like a thing of like I'm like I don't deny that good comes out of these programs, but also I'm always a little leery of like people that are like you. Oh, oh my God! Okay, so Dream Center is associated with Angelus Temple, which is a Pentecostal megachurch in Echo Park. That one that's like on the corner. Okay, but Echo Park—that's a little far from from Silver Lake to have so many Christians right there, you know? It is near a theater called Buzzworks Theater. <laughs> Hold on. But also like they were kind of going all over the place because they were like, we went to, um, they were like, we went to Olvera Street yesterday. So that was the other thing. Like one, 
they're recently in Los Angeles. So I think they're part of like some college thing because they were all college aged as well. It seems too far from the dream. Yeah, I don't think but it's Dream Center. It's but they went so to Olvera far. Street, Lindsay. They went to Olvera Street and they went to Groundwork in in North Hollywood. I just don't know why. But then so why many two Christian, groups? Yeah, two different praying groups going to this one place. I do not know. But it was such a um, mystery. And I really enjoyed uh, unraveling the mystery. And it it just is really revealing, like, when you start telling the story, like, where people grew up. Like, people being like, San oh, Diego, And I didn't grow up, like, around any Christian groups. Yeah, me neither. Really. So, I just, the, the not swearing and a couple other, like... A, a a young group of super positive non swearing people. <laughs> yeah, I just eating dinner early. So yeah. to me, I was like, I don't understand. I was like, how these people are weird. Like how how do they know each other? Like not weird. I mean, they were weird, but like also like they they didn't all seem like they would hang out, but they were brought together by something bigger than themselves. Yeah, perhaps were the word of our Lord. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were strangers who had met recently. You know what I mean? Like they yep, had yep, met yep. like a week ago. Um, and that's not to say I'm, you know, not hashtag not all Christians. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to. That That's the thing is like, this is a very specific kind of Christian. Yes. Uh, were they affiliated with Dr. Don the Spankologist? Oh, my God. What? <laughs> oh, wait, I've heard about Dr. Don Spankologist. It just came up on the map. I was just yeah. looking at things. And... Um, they covered him on um, last last podcast on the left. Um, Weird. Uh, yeah. So he's like, it's a male. I'm a male spanker. Um, and he's like, it's not gay. And it's not <laughs> sex. Like he is like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it started out as a hobby for him. He was like, I enjoyed spanking. I did it for fun. And then and then he got money so it's like my his ad is my name is dawn i'm a heterosexual real dad looking for young men who grew up without a dad discipline with good old-fashioned spanking this is not for sexual connection oh my but the goodness. real experience of being spanked 20 bucks an hour dude this you gotta charge weird. more okay so now oh my god ready listen to this so they pay him 175 for an hour I think they need, he needs to charge more. They continue to be exclusively men. Women's asses aren't good for spanking. They're like saddlebags hanging over that you can't contain, he says. What is happening? <laughs> what? Okay, so it's for his sexual pleasure. It's not sexual, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I cannot, I cannot believe that. I know. Oh, you started in, in his bedroom. Yeah, it's just this guy's apartment. You know, cut costs where you have to. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I would not want to get spanked with that brush. The bristles. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything curious you want to try, just bring it with you. Oh, my God. Here's the, just whatever. Maybe it's not sexual. It's fucked up that he thinks spanking is such a core part of one's fatherhood that they need to well this is a really like this is much worse to me than if it was sexual well I, guess I, what all about somebody like oh yeah get get spanked yeah sure it's, that's scarier. Your thing. it's well, much freakier to me that he is like this is not sexual this is for this is to make up for people who didn't get spanked in their mm -hmm. childhoods and that he thinks of it as a way to that's bond terrifying. with yeah your child that's not it he said that you should spank your adult children. I almost barfed reading that. <laughs> I do not like this man. Because this is the other thing. You cannot say this is sexual because listen, plastic kitchen utility spoon hitting the crack with this will send a sensation up through the balls. You. Why is it? A collar for guys who want to feel like slaves and prefer to be on a leash. I'm sorry. This is sex. This is sex. I'm sorry. Then just have it's, it be that. It's sex or I hate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which Let it be sex, prefer, please. Sir. I'm begging. I, I'm praying that this is sex. <laughs> because otherwise I'm disturbed. Oh. Anyway. Wow. Pretty please. Let it be sex. <laughs> pretty please. Let it be sex. Um, And also Christian or weird little play. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I'm curious about like what their situation was. 
But you know what? And here's the thing. Like, maybe they aren't scary. And they're just I boring. Think they're, I think yeah, they're just boring. I think they're very boring. I mean, I think the organization can be scary. Oh, yeah. For sure. But I'm saying just because you pray at Silver Lake House doesn't make you a bad person. Oh, no. I, I generally don't believe in villainizing religion. I think it's it's people need religion. Otherwise, yeah. Like it would. How can you be, understand the world? I mean, so many people. I wish I could it. have it. I wish um, I could believe in something. I just don't. I try every day. <laughs> I, I wake people, up and I'm like, yeah. try, please. <laughs> like Margaret. Oh, I'm like Margaret, which we talked about last week. Um, <laughs> time's a flat circle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, Johanna, they're, they're all like the the group of people at Silver Lake House. Yeah. Uh, who it's like, um, sticky rice, um, um, black fabric on a mirror. This is disturbing. This me. is so scary. So that so she finds it on the the compact in her purse, and then she's like, "Someone oh, was in my purse." And then there's a a costume party somebody's throwing, and they all have to find costumes. And she's like, "Maybe I shouldn't even go. Somebody thinks my face shouldn't be looked at." And yeah. Nan is going, I think, as Marie Antoinette, and Kelly is something. We're switched. Uh, Possibly Kelly is Marie Antoinette. I think Kelly is Marie Antoinette. I no no no. Nan is because she's like that's how I knew that there was a Marie Antoinette outfit because I went down oh, there. Right 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 right. Um, buying the makeup for the next yeah. prank. Yeah. Um. And then um. Thankfully, aren't pranks in this. I know. Um. Thankfully, um. Joanna finds a costume that will work for her ugly face. Well, the the store owner. <laughs> who is like very rude about Joanna's face um, is then helpfully like, oh my God, I have the perfect costume for you. And like one, don't see somebody has cuts on their face and immediately think the perfect costume for them is something that's masked. But yeah. Two, also, ouch. This is a cool costume. <laughs> it is a really cool costume. And she looks amazing in it. I can see how amazing she looks in this because it is a Catwoman costume. Like, yeah. Full on cool Catwoman outfit. And for me, I'm picturing the Michelle Pfeiffer one. I was too. Because of the year. Very cool. And so she's like, oh my God, actually I will. She tries it on and she looks really amazing. And then she's like, oh my God. Or one of her friends is like, you should get a whip. (laughs) Um, And so she goes to the sporting goods store and she thinks she sees Evan go in first. But then when she gets in there, she can't find him. She doesn't find a whip. She does find a like black jump rope she's like great perfect and i was like yeah sure and (laughs) she leaves and then she runs into evan back in the costume shop and blah 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 talking happens and then she goes home and she opens her bag and someone has put in makeup to hide your scars in her bag (laughs) what is happening that one too she also not not that disturbed again it's like it's really creepy that somebody's obsessed about her cuts. And it's really mean. But it's like... It's not scary. Yeah. it, it It's all played as the... So here's what she does. She like opens the bag and the thing falls out. And she's like... <gasps> yeah. She, and she's like shaking head to toe. <gasps> what is this? And Doesn't here's what faint? I would do. What? Does she faint? Mm, I don't remember. It's possible. I wouldn't put it past her. But it's very silly. Again... <laughs> It's just like an, a very extreme reaction to what is, yes, it's creepy that somebody is following her around and doing this. But the thing itself isn't creepy. So she goes to the party and here's where like actual terrifying things start happening. Oh, yeah. First she goes skiing and there's this other girl like, is her name Tina Downs? Yeah. Tina Downs. is a- The names are amazing. Tina amazing. The, in the last book that I did with um, Dylan, there was like a character called like, like or oh there was a girl named dumpy <laughs> no <laughs> sorry i'm sorry not dumpy puffy <laughs> that's that's actually still really crazy yeah her name was puffy and then puffy. yeah and the main character was like like something something the third and they called him this whole name da 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 the third we were really. like calling another character puffy i can't believe i thought her name was dumpy dumpy is <laughs> Close to Puffy. To Dumpy me. is hilarious. It's actually, it's not even that. I thought I thought you were going to be like way off, but I was like, no, yeah, I see why she thought maybe it was Dumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Puffy. 
Um, yeah, Kelly's name is Kelly Benedict. Joanna Donahue, Kelly Benedict. Nanette something. Nicole or Nan. Looking for it. Nanette Solomon. <laughs> yeah, some solid name. I the guy's name, so who cares? Um, so yeah, I think the character's name is Tina Downs. Um, and Tina gets sunburned and her, like, really, really, really bad sunburn. And her lips are blistering. And she also comes to the party dressed in all black. She's dressed like a, a mere cat burglar, though. Yes. Um, as if anyone dresses up like a cat burglar. Um, so she's just wearing, like, all black and a ski mask. Um, and the person whose party it is, Kath, asks joanna for what to me is an insane favor based on how she's framed it Mm -hmm. she's like hey joanna can you do me a quick favor can you get me some soda and i'm like okay that checks out and then she's like from the cellar and i'm like okay she's like it's down these rickety old stairs and i was like what and she's like and there's only one light down there and i was like no also she's like and the she's like don't worry it's lit from the kitchen i was like that's not and, and she's like, and there's a single light bulb down there that will be on. And I was like, no. And then she's like, oh, and be sure not to let the door close behind you. And I was like, absolutely not. I'm not doing you this favor. No. <laughs> but Joanna does it. She goes down to the cellar and then the light goes out. And just as she's about to leave, she sees a figure at the top of the stairs. The figure gets pushed down the stairs and the door slams shut behind them and and the person goes slamming into joanna and they both go flying to the back wall and the person who fell down the stairs cracks their head on the wall and i was like that is awful (laughs) i know i was afraid she was dead i really thought she was going to be dead she's not dead they take her to the hospital um, before the cops show up, Joanna notices that there was something slippery on the top step, but then Kath had cleaned it up before the cops got there because she, like, didn't want anyone tripping if they investigated, and I was like, you're not to the ground, but whatever. Um, and so it's like, okay, well, maybe she just slipped on whatever was possible. Not that probable, but possible. Um, but they can't ask her because Tina's in the mm-hmm. And... Evan smartly makes the observation like, Tina was dressed exactly the same as you, and you've been getting targeted lately. Yeah. So maybe uh, we should all keep an eye on you. And she's like, she's like, okay, I'm also going to like call Tina at the hospital to see if she was pushed. Yeah, I think that happens. Or that's later. That's later. I think that happens later. Something else happens. I swear to God, I read this book yesterday and I, it's already gone right out of my head. <laughs> um, get the other thing. I know there's the plastic bag thing that might have happened before she talks to Tina. I think that happens before she talks to Tina. Somebody straight up tackles her, tapes a plastic bag in her face and she almost suffocates. <laughs> and they're like whispering to her to hold the whole time like, I tried to get you to stay in your room. <laughs> I know. That part was actually scary. I yeah, At this point, it's like, this is terrifying. Yeah, I, re- I that I was like, ooh, like just the thought of, oh my God, being suffocated so scary. And here's the problem with this genre mm-hmm. as a whole, not just this book, but this book certainly commits a similar crime. Joanna's reaction to the fabric on her mirror is to be like, what is going yes, on? Yes. And her reaction to almost being killed with a plastic bag is you know what this is not going to get me down and i have to get back out there and prove that i am not afraid and i was like no incorrect (laughs) stay in your room stay in your fucking room somebody's trying to kill you because you won't stay in your room i'm not saying they're right but i am saying that if you want to stay in live maybe stay in your room until the cops can find this person which they won't because that's not what cops do yeah yeah and that's always the way it is is you overreact to the initial things for the drama, and then you underreact to actual danger so that you can stay in danger. Exactly. Because she, I'm just like, why is the why is the fabric so scary to you? And like, literally having to you claw your way out murdered. of a bag. Yeah, she had to bite her way out. Her head because the plastic so was scary. so thick, and she's like gasping, and it keeps going in her mouth. So she has to stay calm and not gasp, so that. She can breathe what little air is in the bag instead of having it sucked down her throat. Yeah, it's fucking wild. 
Oh. And then she calls Tina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And then Tina's like, by the way, A, yes, I was pushed. B, the person whispered in my ear, um, Johanna, you are too ugly to live and shove me down. <laughs> like, and I just thought you should know. And I was like, you're right. She should know that. She should know. And she's like, oh my God, you guys. So like literally, okay, this is where I like the boyfriend lost me. Cause she's like, boyfriend. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she's like, I just found out A, that I survived. <laughs> I found out that I survived a bag being over my head by a stranger. So scary. Almost died. Mm-hmm. B, I found out that the person that pushed Tina thought it was me and is trying to kill me. And he's like, wow, we should skate about it. So yeah, then we should definitely all stick together and go ice skating. So then they go ice skating and then she's like, oh, I have to go back um, to my room to get clean bandages because they're all wet on my face. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to keep playing wallet hockey. And she's like, oh, OK, I guess. And she's kind of pissed about it. Rightfully so. I'm sorry, but like I would break up with him if he let me go by myself. I mean, what I would do is be like, can you come with me? Yeah. I wouldn't be like, Instead well, fine, like, I guess I'm I'll go alone. prove it that I can still live my life. And I was like, this is not like, or the terrorist twin. Like, someone's trying to murder you. Yes. <laughs> you specifically. And they're out there still. So many of these characters are like, I can't let them, sh- like, see that they're getting to me. And it's like, you can. That's okay. Yeah, it's fine. If, if it means staying alive, like. Yeah. And also, it's fair that a murderer is getting into your head. Yeah. They can think like That's that they were scary. They can think that they were cr- like good at scaring you. That's okay. Mm-hmm. In fact, maybe they'll like feel so good about scaring you that they don't have to kill you. <laughs> they'll be mm-hmm. like, wow, I did it. I scared her. Yeah. Like, let them feel successful. Maybe they'll stop trying to murder you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially because, like, in this, unlike a lot of other things where it's just like, I'm going to try to murder you no matter what because of something that, like, I interpret a certain way mm-hmm. because I'm crazy. This is like, if you stay inside, I won't try to murder you. And she's like, I have to prove that I am not afraid. Yeah, just let, just, 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 just stay be afraid. inside. It's fine it's that okay. you're afraid. It's fair that you're afraid. <laughs> but she goes out there anyway and then she goes and gets bandages from the nurse's office gets stuck to a chair uh is about to be like mummified and then what happens oh right um yeah because that happens at the doctor's office (laughs) and a giant lumberjack man enters and scares them off yes and then Evan's like, right, I forgot that we weren't supposed to leave you alone. Mm. He's like, oh, damn, I'm sorry. And she's like, it's okay. <laughs> Whereas, like, I would be like, yeah, like, you should not have left me alone. Except it's unfair because she's the one who went off and didn't tell anyone where she was going. I know. It's, it's so bad on truly all truly, it's her fault. It's her fault. I think he should not have been. He, sh- you know what? This is what I think. He, she's unwell. So he needed to be like, because the fact that he couldn't remember that she got almost murdered and was like easily distracted by a game of hockey wherein people are playing with a wallet on the ice. Like to me, I'm like, I'm sorry. My life doesn't go in your head above palling around with the guys on the ice. But he had to go join them to see which character from the office they thought he was most like. <laughs> He's like, David Wallace? David Wallace? Do you agree? Do you agree? Um, oh, can I do can I can I give you another example of something he said that apparently was a a hint to Lucas that this person was like a campus ministry type guy. So he goes, they put in the order and the wait, the waiter's like okay, and like repeats the order back to them, and he's like, all right, yeah, that sounds right. Except I'm allergic to peanuts. Just kidding. <laughs> I know that peanuts is an all Thai food. Mm. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and he was like, it's that need to like do a joke with the waiter. That's like, oh, I'm in on the like I know uh-huh. about Thai food because yeah. I know peanuts are in it, and like that would be such a funny, funny joke for me to say. Like, it's so funny. People who have to force yes. cute interactions yes. with wait staff regardless. Yes. 
Yeah. It's very boomer to me, actually. Yeah, it was the specialty of my dad's to think that like every waiter or waitress loved him. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe maybe they did. He did tip well. Mm-hmm. Like he was tipping 20% in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is like but, something like, I don't know, it, it always felt like patronizing. Yeah, well, because it's because they have Literally to be nice to you, <laughs> too, because their paycheck depends on you. So it's kind of a thing of like being like, oh, I had a successful interaction. It's like, well, you kind of paid for it. I don't know. Or like being like the person that's like, I'm going to be the one that turns this person's life around. It's very self-important, like very missionary-ish, you know, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring joy to this person because that's my purpose in life. Um, Just anyway, like Hillary Swank in that trailer. Oh, my gosh. That was such a weird trailer. It was a weird trailer. We saw the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so so um, this boyfriend he like lets her get attacked. She she does escape. How she kicks him in the head or something? Uh, she just fights really hard until the lumberjack shows up. Oh right, oh right. Then later she's like, "Oh my god, it's Evan." Well, she's in her room. Evan leaves for a reason, and then. Yeah, I mean, he leaves Somebody her alone comes again. Back. I don't. I'm sorry, but I don't understand how she's confusing Nan with Evan this whole time. Like that was really. What dumb. is Nan doing to her voice to sound like an 18 year old boy? That's really hard to do. Hmm. Um. And Joanna knows, like, theoretically knows Nan's voice very well. <laughs> and also, like, does it ever say that like Nan and Evan are relatively the same size? Like, <laughs> yeah. How? What is going on? But so Nan kidnaps, she like blindfolds Joanna and then this is the only thing I will forgive. Like they like shoves her into what she knows is Evan's car because yeah. she's familiar with the setup and the smells. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this would make it seem like it's Evan, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they drive off and Nan is going off about her terrible childhood of being kept inside because she had one of those um, wine-colored... Um, birthmarks on her face. Yeah. And her parents like truly wouldn't let her go outside or interact with anyone. Dude, I knew it was her when she was like, my mom knows a a, oh, a yeah, plastic, plastic surgeon, surgeon. That'll keep, that keeps her looking 30. I could yeah. refer you to her. And she's like, I don't need surgery. I was like, that's her. It's her. You're right. Yeah. Um, And then they, she's taking her to shove her in something that's going to be filled with cement. And that's what she did with the other victim, the car crash victim. And that's why they haven't been able to find her body. Mm-hmm. Um, And like Nan is kind of like wavering at one point, but then Joanna does something to, to make her go like, nope, I'm totally doing the right thing. Joanna gets away. Well, yeah. So she is falls into the grave. Mm-hmm. She gets um, dirt like poured all over her body. And then um, I don't recall how she survives. Oh, what? How, how does she get away? I don't remember. Hold on, I'm gonna I know up. she ends up in Evan's car and then hits Nan with it. And so Nan is going to be scarred for life. That's right. Which, okay, hold on. Let's just... see here. Um, oh, that's what it is. So she has a little stick. That's what it is. She finds oh, a little stick. Right. And she's like, can I just give you my last words? And Nana's like, what? And she's like, come close. And she whispers at her, but then she stabs her in the face with the stick. And she's like, my face, my face. scratches her from like her eye to her chin. Yeah. And then that's how she gets away. She like gets into the car, starts driving. Mm -hmm. Nan jumps in front of the car. She keeps going, hits Nan. And then she's like, wow. And now time for me to start my relationship with Evan. Mm -hmm. The end. As usual. (laughs) And Evan is like, I totally understand why you thought it was me. Don't even blame yourself at all. He's like, babes, <laughs> babes, babes. I know why. You not you, think it was how me? could you not? It was my car. And that's it. It's like okay. And then happily ever after. <laughs> yeah. And then the end. Um, this was a snooze. This book, this read was a real snooze. The only thing I can say about it is that it was quick. Yep. So yeah, it was like it an is hour and quick. twenty minutes. You get through it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, but it's very forgettable. I would say she has better Nightmare Hall 
entries. I don't love the Nightmare Hall series as a whole. Like I, Me neither. I'm constantly annoyed at how little Nightmare Hall has to do with anything. I know. They're just like, oh, a girl died there. That's why it's called mm-hmm. that. Anyway, we're going to be over at this other dorm. Anyway, none of the major action will take place there or because of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all pretty thin stories. Mm-hmm. Diane mm-hmm. Ho certainly has better books oh, yeah. outside of Nightmare Hall. Yeah. So I'd say you could probably skip this one. Um, probably. Here's my theory is Fear Street was big and they were just pressing her to write a book a month. Oh, yeah. Like for sure. Stein. And she was like, I don't want to do this. Fine. Whatever. And this is what you get when you have to write a book a month. Uh-huh. Um, but uh yeah, that's the um that's the book. Um thank you so much everybody for listening. Um and a very special thank you to our Patreon listeners. Uh patreon.com slash teen creeps. Uh we have a lot of cool stuff on there. And um uh if you give at the fifteen dollar month level, you get everything all the other lower tiers get, plus a little special sh- personalized shout out. So thank you, Adam Howitz, Amanda K, Amy T. Ann Dwyer, Caitlin L, Carrie H, Courtney McPhail, Daniela Mana, Danny B, Drew Waranis, Ellie Lagos, Emma, Emma M, Aaron B, Gabriela Santiago, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Hannah L, Jason H, Jeremy Cronk, Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pathlisich, Jessica Smith Harper, Jesse T, Jessica U, Jonathan Venable, Kat Miller, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N, Landry Desmond, Larry Wynn, Laura Hooper, Maddie M, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly G, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Nora Orion, Rachel C, Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Robert F, Rogue Kalahua, Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T, Victoria Beck, and Whitney E. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. We really appreciate you. And we will see you next week when we're reading a book. <laughs> In the meantime, keep it creepy. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.